Welcome back to the Literary Lounge. I'm Emily. And I'm Paige. And we are back after a two-week hiatus of vacation and sicknesses <laughs> and all sorts of things we had going on. So this summer's been busy, but I'm super excited to be back. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been a while. I suffered a bout of COVID after mm-hmm. the Eros tour <laughs> and then I got a second round of it. So worth <laughs> it's it. It's been a while. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad you're feeling better. And Thank you. just before we started, we both were like, I forgot how to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We'll get through it together, guys. Yeah. Sorry in advance. Um, but today we are talking about The Writing Retreat by Julia Bartz. So this is a debut novel for her. Um, we are going to be spoiling it. So if you haven't read this book and you're planning to read it, this is your cue to hop off. Um, otherwise, you are more than welcome to listen along. Um, our cocktail theme to the book today is the Black Briar Mischief Martini. I love that name. I know. It came to me and I was like, that's it. Yeah, like usually I'm not perfect. very good about like being creative with cocktail names. Yeah, you are. I don't okay. know. So a couple of them that I've come up with, I'm like, mm, I don't know about that. But <laughs> I could say the same thing for me though, too. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good. It's got um so I muddled blackberry and then soaked vodka in it. Just mm-hmm. give it like a flavored fruity vodka um vibes. And then I did squeezed lemon, fresh lemon juice, uh simple syrup. And um, I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's very good. Sounds good, though. It sounds like really refreshing and yeah. a nice summer. I'm summer on like drink. a weird martini kick right now. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just it's like what I want. Classy. Classy M. I know. <laughs> yeah. Classy anyway. girl over here. Yep. I always do my best. So, yeah. Um, We don't really have a question of the week. I just want to know like what's up with you (laughs) we were like we haven't seen each other in forever yeah I think it's been like four weeks Mm -hmm. yeah something along those lines well I went to the Eros tour best weekend of my life you went twice yeah I went twice first night I was front row literally died (laughs) um it was amazing second night also amazing we got like so I went to Minneapolis any Swifties out there you know if I say Minneapolis night two was like the best show of the Eras tour. Really? Like the yeah. So like every tour, she plays like two surprise songs, and like these two songs are like two songs that I really wanted to hear, and like everyone else really wanted to hear. But we like I definitely doubted her playing them in Minneapolis. She played Dear John, which is the song that's supposedly about John Mayer. Okay. And literally, like it was flawless. Like it was so amazing to hear that live. And then another one that I really love is Daylight and. Yeah, I was, like, screaming when she announced it. <laughs> so it was, it was different. Great. Like, the two nights she played different songs? Yep. The first night she played a song called Paper Rings. And then if this was a movie, I think it's the name. I, I I always get that song mixed up. Like, the title of that song mixed up with the Hannah Montana, If We Were a Movie. Oh. <laughs> <song>. <laughs> um. So, yeah, it's, like, this. Yeah, it's a sad song. Okay. But, um. yeah, it was really good. So and she was so close. She made eye contact with us so many times. I loved it. I was freaking did freaking she out. Actually, look at you. Yes, I <laughs> okay. have video proof. Okay, <laughs> I was only like four feet away from her. I suppose. Yeah. No, she like was singing directly to us at some point. And so, you like, looked so cool. cute. So she probably did. Oh, thanks. Um, but I'm gonna about to ask you a question. Don't defriend me. What album were you representing? Because I'm not oh, a Swifty. That's so. fine. I'm not gonna. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, the first night I was lover. Okay. So like the pink. Mm-hmm. And then the second night I was speak now. So I was like purple. Okay. I can picture both of those covers, but yeah. I just like, I am not a Swifty. So the, like all the different albums kind of mesh together for me. The proper way to ask is what era were you? Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it was super fun. Traded friendship bracelets with all these random people. It was great. Cute. I piled up on confetti when I was on the floor. Still like confetti. <laughs> um, that's like a thing. And yeah, I'm going to make a shadow box. Um, but yeah, it was great. Baby's first two concerts. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad they were Taylor Swift. And so. you told me earlier that your baby's first kick was when you were listening to a Taylor Swift song. Yeah. That was literally like the most me thing to happen ever. Like, I love it. <laughs> same. Yeah. I'm like a huge, huge, huge Swifty. So watch. She'll just so like happy. come out and hate it. Like hate Taylor Swift. Do not say that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she will be a Swifty. She is a Swifty in the making currently yeah. and she will always be a Swifty in the making. <laughs> she won't have a choice to just be wearing all the Eras outfits. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm definitely going to get her an outfit from each era. But a lot of talk about Taylor Swift. And then I got COVID. And then I was sick for... I had to miss out on 4th of July celebrations at our cabin. So we stayed here in the cities. And then I got better. And then I got COVID again. So... Yuck. (laughs) Yeah. That's like the worst time of year to get COVID. Mm -hmm. It's so nice out. You just want to like be at the lake. Yeah. Exactly. What's new with you? (laughs) That's what I did. So we had like three straight weekends at the lake. Like we did a long weekend for the 4th of July. So we had like, it's my family's cabin. So they were all up there. And then it's nice that Nick's parents like come up to every year. So we can Mm -hmm. like all be together. So we did that for like the long weekend. We came home for like two days just to like work a little bit. And then we took that Friday off and we went back up there. We had some other couples up there. There's some of like Nick's good friends from college. Oh yeah, I and, saw your pictures. Yeah, and so like all of their like wives and girlfriends, like significant others, they were there too. Like we're just kind of like a little group that's gotten super close just like mm-hmm. the past couple of years. And so it was just like a really fun weekend, like at bonfires yeah. and like hang out and stuff. And so like yeah, we've just fun. been living it up. It sounds but, so nice. Feeling yeah. Nice. Yeah, you should send me some pictures and then um, I can post them in the YouTube video for this podcast. I can post some pictures from like the Eros tour and then from your okay, oh, like cabin getaway. Okay. So you guys can like see yeah, what we're doing. Uh, yeah. But anyway, glad to be back in the podcast studio. Yes. Glad yeah. to be back in your basement. Yeah, and we're actually <laughs> going to be moving the studio soon again. So this whole color is going to be different. <laughs> yeah. For the, for the YouTube video, but. Yeah. All right. Should we get started? Let's do it. Sounds good. All right. So this book starts out with a main character who is a struggling writer. Her name is Alex. Um, it kind of dives into like how she is fighting with her best friend, Ren. Um, it doesn't really let us know why throughout the book kind of gives us like hints at what happened. Um, but like we said, she's a struggling writer and she's just been having a hard time. I think she's like a editor too or something, right? Or no, what does she, she do for work, work? She worked for a publishing company or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like that. Um, but she gets selected to go to this like writing retreat with this, like one of her favorite horror authors, um, mm-hmm. Rosa Vallow. Is it Vallow or Vio? Vallow. 
Yeah. So she goes, she gets selected to go to this writing retreat, which is kind of like out of nowhere. Cause they already mm-hmm. had like selections. Um, some of the requirements were you'd be like under 30 and she's not. So like, it's just kind of, she got really lucky with that. And she had like an in with one of her friends. Yeah. Her friend that's like, I think also kind of a famous writer, like finagled her in there yeah. just to help her out. And then much to her dismay, like <laughs> same thing happened for Ren. And so she finds out that they're like both going to be going to this writing. Yeah. Retreat. Yeah. So she's like really freaking out about it. Yeah. I mean, that would be awkward. Like, oh, yeah. And they're spending a month there. They're going to be, you know, they know they're going to be writing. They don't really know exactly what, like, it's all going to go down. But, like, Mm -hmm. they're going to be spending a lot of time together. And they do as we go throughout the book. So, like, yeah, that would be really awkward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, the retreat is at Rose's home, which is called Blackberry Mansion. Shout out to our drink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. It's an estate with, like, a dark past. Um, We'll kind of get into that a little bit. Uh, But there's a couple that mysteriously, like, died there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, Daphne and Horace was, like, the couple's names. mm -hmm. And they just know, like, it was very mysterious, like you said, but all they know is, like, Daphne's skeleton was found, like, charred. And then Horace was found with, like, his intestines, like, your bowels coming out of his body. So it's like very gruesome deaths. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she arrives at the mansion. It's kind of like in the middle of nowhere. Like it's like miles and miles from town. Yeah. Um, doesn't she take a train and then some random guy like is there waiting to pick her up and he like drives her up there. Yep. Like yeah. in the wilderness. Yeah. I want to say they're like 11 to like 13 miles from town. So like, I mean, that's pretty far for like. Yeah. It's not like you could easily like walk. turn around. Yeah. yeah. Or walk. And or it's in the middle of winter too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So she arrives and she meets the three other women. Um, we find out Ren isn't there yet, but the women are Taylor, Kira, and Poppy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she like. At first, she doesn't say anything about Ren, but then shortly after getting there, she's kind of like, I have to say something because, like, they're going to notice, like, they're going to pick up on the way that Alex and Ren, like, treat each other. And it's not like Alex and Ren are going to pretend like they don't know each other. Like, and Rosa probably by this point maybe knows that they know each other in some Mm -hmm. way, shape, or form. So, like, she knows it's going to come out. So she, like, tells them a little bit about what happened. I feel like she shared too much information. She, she did. Told them. Like, I definitely wanted to like talk to you about that. Because yeah. So she doesn't share like the earlier days of the relationship. She just talks about like what their falling out was like, how she basically like kind of throws Ren under the bus mm-hmm. a little bit and is like, she be- or defriended me or, or ex friended me like out of nowhere. And then we met up at a bar and I tried to talk to her about it. Yeah. And she was like, get away from me. And then she said that, like, Ren kind of slipped or whatever and then blamed her. And um, she, like, cut up her hand, which was – that was all true or whatever. But she had to have, like, surgery and stuff. And she was talking about how all their friends, like, were on Ren's side from their whole situation. And so, like, I don't know. What do you think about, like – you said that you felt like that was too much information. Like, how do you think she should have, like, gone about it? Um, yeah, I think it was way too much information. Like, she definitely did not need to give all those details and to, like, throw Ren under the bus. I think she should have just said, like, hey, just so you guys know, like, I do know Ren from 
outside of here and we had a falling out and mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to get into. Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree because it's like it almost kind of makes her look bad. Yeah, exactly. Where she was almost like trying to like get ahead Win of it. Win them over. Yeah. And like, yeah, exactly. That's, I had, yeah, I did not like that from the beat, like right when she started talking about it. Cause I was like, yeah, just give them like, just let them know like you guys knew each other, but you had a falling out. That's it. Yeah. Like stop trying to like win their side, you know? Yeah. Like, it almost looks kind of desperate in exactly. a way. Um. And yeah. then, like, moving forward, she's, like, all upset because they kind of, like, buddy up. Yeah. Because Ren and Poppy, like, room together because Poppy's, like, nice and, and tells Alex that, like, she'll switch rooms with her because Alex and Ren were supposed to room together. So, mm-hmm. obviously, like, Rosa knows something. Yeah. Or maybe she thought they were friends. I don't know. But, like, so then they, like, all buddy up or whatever and Alex is, like, kind of a loner. Mm-hmm. at the beginning but i feel so. like that's why though because, no yeah like, like that didn't help her situation would, if someone did that to me like if i were one of those other girls that would put such a bad taste in my mouth of that person i feel like like well they don't know her and you'd automatically exactly. be like okay what does ren say about it yeah, though? listen to all my drama like yeah <laughs> yeah you don't know them but yeah exactly yeah i don't know i didn't like that yeah it was not like a good start to the whole situation Mm-mm. and i don't know i feel like if Alex and Ren were like mature adults they should have like at the very beginning sat down together and just be like hey I don't like you you don't like me like let's just get through this and be civil and not talk about it and like let's just focus on our writing like Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah but I mean like later on when you find out like what actually happened the whole thing like from both sides is just super immature yeah like the entire thing so Mm -hmm. it's Yeah. yeah um but yeah they have dinner with Rosa and Ren finally arrives um rosa chastises alex in front of everyone Mm -hmm. did i say that right yeah (laughs) i don't think i've ever said that word out loud before oh really (laughs) (laughs) sorry anyway i use um, that on like a daily basis really i think how do you fit that into your daily life (laughs) just like i don't know at work or whatever if somebody like makes a mistake it's like oh you know you're not gonna get chastised for that like <laughs> I don't know I've been u- lately it's been in my vocabulary I think I said it wrong no you didn't I think I said chastises Ch- you know you said chastises well, I didn't think anything of it when you said it <laughs> now you're saying it wrong chastised oh my god I'm gonna <laughs> that have sounds to, like-, like some kind of medical procedure like yeah getting something cut off okay note to self i need to like pick a different word next time like ridiculed do you know what that word is (laughs) okay no like i know what this word is like i know what it means i just have never had to say it i'm sorry i didn't know how to pronounce it i know what it means don't put big words in outline (laughs) i okay i know big words like my my vocabulary is not bad i just like one of those haven't said it out loud like you know sometimes when you like keep rereading a word Uh and then it starts to look funny yes it's like that like well you did get it right okay the first time um but yeah so because um, they were all gifted like necklaces mm-hmm. and Alex forgot hers, which is like so like she fell asleep right when she got there. So she yeah. was late to dinner, didn't yeah. wear her necklace. Like, do you think that she should have worn the necklace? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like super clear that she had to wear it, though. No, it wasn't. But I feel like it's kind of like obvious you should. Yeah. Like it's a gift. Like if you had time to think about it, you probably should have like put it on. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like it's a gift that's like laying in their room. 
Like, I just feel like, yeah, you should have worn it. Speaking of, did you feel like they were supposed to mean something? Like, you know how they all got a different animal? You felt like Rosa was, like, hinting at something? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, like, know what, but, like, I went, like, (laughs) when they were going through the animals and then hers was snake, I was like, ooh. It was a spider. Or no, spiders. Who was snake? Wren? Wren. She yeah. had like a snake in the grass. Yeah. Ro- yeah. Okay. So like that I thought symbolized. I didn't know if it was Ren or Alex, but like I was like, ooh, a snake, that ain't good. And then spider, I was like, that's not really good either. Like, but then the pig, I was like, that I'd be so, so pissed if I got the pig. Okay. Well, you know what I th- yeah. Okay. I'd be like, the fuck? <laughs> um, you know what I thought about that though? So spoiler alert, even though if you're listening right now, you have read the book. So you know how um Poppy is really Zoe? Yeah. So my so when when she goes missing, we'll get there. But like my thought was like and they found out that she was really Zoe, like her ID didn't match like what she had told them and stuff. I thought she was like a private investigator, like FBI or something yeah. like undercover. And so I thought like in that moment, I was like, oh, pig, because you know how like people that like mm. um, use that term as like a cop or whatever, like a derogatory way of like. Yeah, that makes you know, sense. Like criticizing the cops or whatever to call him a pig that's like what I thought that that was that Rosa yeah. was like I know what you are kind of thing yeah I did not think of that at all I just like got cause the other one was like what a lion or something yeah Kira was a lion and then Taylor was a rabbit yeah see I did like those two like I was like I didn't really well, know Kira is like the fiercest of all them I think true yeah, and I was true. thinking, like, when I was driving here to our episode, I was like, what would the rabbit mean? That's a hard one. But I was wondering, like, you know how rabbits are, like, easy to trap? Yeah. Do you think that it's something like that, how, like, vulnerable they are? Like, how Taylor just kind of, like, is just basically mesmerized and, like, does whatever Rosa wants? Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Because I, I didn't think of that. I was, like, trying to just think, like, okay, rabbits are fast. But, like, how does that relate to her? Like, Cause yeah, that's actually they're really like, good input on that. Because they're, like, really innocent. So I'm, like, well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I was, like, what else? And I was, like. So did you, sus- with that, with thinking that, did you suspect Taylor was, like. No, at the time, I just didn't know what it meant. Oh, okay. And then, like, looking back. Because, like. The, the ones that were obvious to me where I was like, okay, spider, Alex, like spiders have secrets or they're known for being like kind of a secret, like mm-hmm. quiet thing. So I was like, I could kind yeah. of see that. And then Ren, because like we're led to believe at the beginning that Ren's a bad person. So yep. like she's snake in the, the grass. Snake, yeah. And then the other three, I didn't know. And, but then I figured out the pig thing once like they found out her name was different. Yeah. I just thought the pig, cause like Poppy seems so like innocent and kind of like yeah. bubbly and like a little ditzy. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, like, that would relate to the pig a little bit. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> just, like, I don't know, just, like, yeah. cute, quirky, like That's a pig, true. you know? Like, pigs can be cute. Like, yeah. cartoon pigs or whatever. Yeah. And just, like, quirky. Yeah. Just, like, a little curly cute tail, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I really like the point you gave with the rabbit, because that would make the most sense to me. Yeah. I not think of that. Because otherwise, like, yeah, I literally can't think of anything else how that would ever make sense. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, they had to have meant something. I wish they kind of would have elaborated on that more. Yeah. Maybe it was one of those things that we were meant to sit here and ponder, which we are. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, yeah, so she like calls out Alex in front of everyone for not wearing a necklace, but she was just kidding the whole time. But I was like, when she did that, I was like, oh my God, I feel so bad for her. I know. I was like, oh my God. But I like, when she was like, you need to leave or whatever. I was like, well, she's not actually going to leave. Yeah. Because where's the story's over? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But um, I guess after like all that happened, what was like your initial impression of Rosa? She's a bitch. (laughs) yeah (laughs) she's crazy um well okay so like my initial impression when she did that like while she was doing i'm like wow you're kind of being a bitch yeah um but after when she was joking i'm like okay you're sneaky and Mm -hmm. tricky yeah yeah (laughs) like i feel like after she did that i'm like yeah you're not really that trustworthy that Mm -hmm. was kind of like a bad impression to lay on these people for like the first time meeting them they're like all excited to be there like they adore you and Mm -hmm. then you're like gonna you're gonna act like that yeah. And then, like, I don't know, like, when she said she was kidding, I also thought, like, is she kidding? <laughs> like, yeah, because you know? the fact that she thought to bring it up in the first place made her seem yeah. like she was thinking about it. But then also looking back, I don't think she was kidding because we find out, spoiler, again, you've read it already if you're listening still, but in the necklaces are microphones. Or is it cameras? Um, microphones or cameras? I must I think like- it's microphones. <laughs> zoned out at that part yeah so the necklaces have microphones in them okay i'm pretty sure it's microphones see their microphones or cameras but i'm like 90 percent sure it's microphones so she probably wasn't kidding actually but like then she was like probably thinking like oh shit like oh that makes sense yeah okay yeah yep i don't know that was basically her like joking but not joking way of saying like wear your damn necklace yeah exactly (laughs) Um, what about you? Like, what was your initial impression of her? Well, same as you were, I was like, oh my God, what a bitch. Cause like Nick and I listened to the audiobook of it, like going back and forth to the cabin. And I remember being like, oh my God, like that would be so awkward. Like I would want to die. But then when she was kidding, I was kind of like, this lady is nuts. Like she's Mm -hmm. a wild card, but like I was kind of intrigued by her and we'll like get into it more further through the book. But like, I kind of liked her in a weird way. Yeah. I get I get where you're going with that. Um I did too like a little bit, but like I couldn't trust her. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's yeah. like like I said, she's a wild card. Like mm-hmm. you don't know what she's gonna do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, did I did Nick like the book? Because I forgot that you were listening to it with him. Yeah. Um he felt the same way as me, which I'll give my like review at the yeah. end. I would say that like the fact that he listened to the whole thing, didn't complain once, oh, had nice. had some like input about it. Like before I came over here, we were talking about it because he was like, what book are you guys doing today? He oh, knew nice. he knew we were doing this one eventually. He didn't know it was this yeah. week. And he was like talking to me about some of the ending stuff. And so like the fact that he had like any interest in it tells mm-hmm. me that like he kind of liked it maybe. Yeah. Um. I mean, he had, like, some criticisms on the end, which I kind of agree with. But, like, yeah, I, the fact that he, like, didn't have a problem listening to it is, like, a thumbs up in, in my book. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to know. I was curious. Well, yeah. Was, well, yeah. you guys know how I felt about the love hypothesis, and he did not react that way with this one. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, Baby girl is kicking. <laughs> She's got a lot to say. Yeah. Uh, so the girls are tasked with writing a story for mm-hmm. this month long retreat. Um, they have to write 3000 words a day. I was trying to think, cause they said it was like around like 12 pages. Like it doesn't seem like that much, but I've never like writ like thinking back to like having to write essays and shit in college. Like 
it is kind of hard, like writing 12 pages. But then if you're thinking like, if you're writing like a story, I mean, I'm not an author. I don't want to like make it sound easy because I'm yeah. sure it's not at all. But like mm-hmm. 12 pages a day doesn't seem that bad from like an outside perspective. I guess like if you don't have anything else to do, which they don't, it's kind yeah. of like it seems doable and they are able to do it. It's probably just the fact that like they have to not only write 12 pages, but they have to have like some real thought behind what they write. Like they have to have a story. Yeah, but they're all authors already. So yeah, that's true. Except Alex, obviously she has writer's block. So she's like, yeah, that would be hard. Doesn't even know where to start, which Mm -hmm. is a problem. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That, I mean, that's a lot of pages still. Like I remember having to write a couple in like high school and just like wanting to die. Yeah. I mean, I guess essays are like completely different than like writing like a story, but that's true. You have to like cite sources and stuff. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. I don't miss that. Um, yeah. So they've got a lot to do. Um, I will say that like, I thought it sounded like kind of fun. Yeah. Like what they were doing. Oh, I did too. Yeah. Cause I eventually like would love to write a book one day. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like after reading this book. I don't know. It sounds like more interesting. But yeah, I thought it sounded kind of fun. Well, I was like, okay, you get to hang out with like four other girls close to your age, similar. I mean, they have, they're doing the same thing. So they have somewhat similar interests. They're all writers. Mm -hmm. Like, and aside from like Ren and Alex's like feud, they all get along. Like they're not like being shitty to each other. Like, oh, you're my competition and I hate you. Like they're Mm -hmm. not like that. And they give each other like good feedback and they're like, group discussions and stuff so it's like it seems like a pretty good environment yeah I was definitely waiting for like sabotages to happen yeah like they kind of isn't it like they kind of have to like help edit each other's and yeah they have I mean they're helping each other out but at the end of the day like only one of them is gonna win like the book deal Mm -hmm. so yeah they didn't really ever do anything like that where they tried to like undermine each other yeah um and then how, like, every night they get to sit down for, like, a nice dinner and have cocktails and stuff. I, was I like, know. They get, like, the nice. cocktail hour and then they get the dinner. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, that really nice. sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Exactly. No, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, the setup's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, like, Alex begins to just, like, unravel yeah. while they're there. She's, yeah, she starts to kind of lose it a little bit. Like, she's, it's really bothering her that, like, Ren is there. Yeah. She um, tells Rosa, like, mm-hmm. about it, too. Ugh. She just stopped talking about it. I know. She is just looking so bad, like, bringing it up to everybody. To be fair, though, Rosa was, like, digging and digging for it. Though. Oh, yeah. Like, she wanted to yeah, get in there. That's true. Alex didn't, like, come out and say it right away. Like, I think Rosa said something like, I feel like you're not telling me the whole story. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, finagled it out of her. But that's where we learned that, like, Ren started, like, putting the moves on Alex when they were, like, living together. Yeah. Like, she would, like, hop into her bed at night. I and, wasn't like, expecting They would, that. like, just cuddle, like, weirdly. And then... It, like, progressed. It progressed where she, like... They, like, hooked up and stuff. Yeah. I was not expecting that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, it must have gotten weird between the two of them. And then Ren bounced. Like, she was I, out. I don't even think it got weird between them. Like, after that happened, I think Alex, like, started to get, like... Like, she was, like, kind of wondering, like, what what does this mean? And mm-hmm. then, like, right after that happened, Ren just, like, went MIA and completely, like, ghosted her. And then, like, moved out, like, a week later and, like, like with no explanation. So, I think that's, like, where Ren went wrong. Because, like, she should have obviously handled it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like. Do you feel like 
Alex is probably leaving stuff out that like caused Ren to leave. Um, no, I don't think she was leaving anything out about that part. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't remember. I think Ren gets into it at the end of what was going on in her mind with it. Can't really remember, but, uh, no, I don't think she was like leaving stuff out. Like, I think she was pretty reliable with that part of the story, but I will say like the more that this book was going on the more unreliable I thought Alex was oh yeah totally agree like she starts to just kind of get crazier and crazier yeah well so like that was my thought where I don't know if I necessarily felt she left stuff out but I feel like maybe she left out some of her behavior could because I don't know I guess maybe I missed this part or whatever but I don't really remember like Ren totally having her reasoning she did a little bit it wasn't like I'm trying to think. I think she she just kind of like, I think her reasoning was like she just kind of got like spooked by it or something like that. Yeah. It was like something which makes me think like Alex didn't really do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I think she was just, I don't know. And the way that Alex describes Ren too sometimes, she just seems like kind of like a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. So... I could kind of expect that from Ren, I guess, and not really assume that Alex was doing something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if she did anything wrong. I guess my thought was, like, maybe Alex, because Alex totally leaves out the fact that she has, like, feelings for Ren, and I really do think that when, she does. Yeah. And so I wonder yeah. if, like, after their, like, hookup, that then, like, Alex was, I don't know if she'd done anything, but maybe she was putting feelings out there or was like kind of wanting to talk about it or whatever and and Ren just got like you said spooked or was like I don't want to deal with this yeah and Alex doesn't really say anything about that she kind of leaves out her feelings totally like she just plays it off when she tells Rosa like Ren came on to me and it was so confusing And, and I'm sure it was confusing and she probably did come on to her but it's like you're not really talking about your thoughts and maybe she doesn't have it figured out yeah, I mean, I don't think she I really think does she was yet. like straight up till that point. So yeah. she was probably like, what does this mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think she really does have it figured out yet either. Um, But yeah, I just still like didn't think she needed to like provide all those details. But then again, Rosa was like begging for it. Yeah, she like kind of made her say it. But mm-hmm. um, we forgot to mention earlier, too, that Alex decides to write a story on what happened to Daphne, which is one of the. Oh, yeah. Um, The people that lived in the house. Yeah, so that's, yeah, like you said, her, like, writing assignment or her book is going to be based on, like, a loose retelling of their deaths. Like, she's Mm going to make up the ending or whatever. Yeah. And you and I talked about this a little bit before, but, like, not going to lie, like, I, if I ever zoned out listening to this book, it was, like, during that stuff. Yeah, I skimmed when I read it. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember any of the details from those. Yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, like, the tension starts to rise more between Alex and Ren. Um, ugh, this was, I thought this was shitty when Ren stole Alex's spooky story for the, that, like, candle That game. was, like, a very mean girl move of her. Yeah. And she knew exactly what Alex was going to do. Alex freaked the fuck out. Yeah, that's what makes it, like, I don't like Ren at this point at yeah. all. I know, so that made Alex look crazy. Um, was... 
this the time when they had to they got like their they got drugged or no that was later oh yeah okay oh yeah okay so this is yeah so if the rules to this game are so weird but if they like didn't guess if the story was made up or something then they had to like go downstairs and like blow out a candle yeah and then like so alex had to go she like freaked out at ren and then she had to like go downstairs and then like some creepy ass shit was happening i would not go in a basement especially no. one in a scary house spooky haunted house yeah hell no i'm mm-hmm. like terrified of basements well, wasn't she all pissed off because there were supposed to be two candles left and she was supposed to blow one out. So there's still one that she could see, but then there was only one left or there was none left. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, I think there was. Yeah, I can't and remember. Somebody walked, like went down there and, yeah. they, and she saw movement or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was getting like very spooky vibes from that. <laughs> yeah. And then I think that was the same night where she had like that crazy sex dream about Ren mm-hmm. where she was like standing over the railing and then yeah Ren started to like do sexual things to her and then like pushes her over the edge yeah I didn't think that was a dream at first no I thought it was real yeah or I thought it was like ghosts or something yeah and then she's like oh and then like then she woke up and I'm like wait (laughs) what (laughs) well it seems so real (laughs) and then after that dream too I was like okay she definitely has feelings for Ren because I'm like I mean I guess like sometimes you have dreams like where you're like, what the heck? Like, that made no sense, or that's not how I feel at all, or mm-hmm. whatever. But, like, to me, that was, like, telling. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, finally, like, they both grow up, grow up and confront each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously hate each other. Yeah. But they agree to, like, coexist and kind of just get through the retreat and not, like, mm-hmm. start drama. Which they probably should have had that conversation from the get-go, but... Yeah, they should have had that conversation before they even got there when they found out each of that they were both going. That would have probably made it a lot less anxious of a situation for the two of them going in and not knowing what the other was going to do. Yeah, but then if they would have done that, what would have been, like, the conflict in the book? That's true. This book would have been boring. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about the two of them, but, like, do you feel like one of them is, like, more at fault than the other? Um, well, we find out that Alex actually, like, kind of pushed her. Yeah. But didn't, like, Mm -hmm. she knew what she was doing when she was, like, reaching out to her. Mm -hmm. She didn't, like, physically push her, but she knew, like, it would put her her a little off balance. Yeah. I think Ren is to blame to start it, (laughs) that that she started it, because she just, like, acted so immature about the whole thing from, like, what we know. Well, yeah, that's got to be so confusing, and then just to, like, bounce. Yeah, like, to not even talk about it. So I think, like, I think Ren is more at fault for the fallout, just because, like, she should have been, like, an adult and, like, had Mm -hmm. the conversation if she was having any, like, if she was, like, getting spooked by it, like, just sit down and talk it out, like. Yeah it could have been solved and then you guys could still be friends or you could move on and yeah. have closure and not be friends anymore. Like it's, yeah. She yeah. just like gaslit the shit out of her. Yeah. And like they were friends for how many years? Like a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think she was more at fault. What about you? Yeah. I think between the two of them, she handled like their past, the most poorest, the poorest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and again, like, I feel like Alex probably didn't handle it very well there. 
at Blackbriar, just like talking all this. Sh- I don't know if it's talking shit, but just talking about it in the first place yeah. with everybody else. Like I can understand like Ren's frustration. Yeah. And I like to her, that. it sounds like shit talking. It's like, hey, she's not even there yet. And like everybody already knows like what happened. To be fair, though. Yeah, I don't I don't agree with her like telling everyone. But to be fair, I think everything that Alex said was true. It's not like she was making shit up. Yeah. She so was, like, like stating facts or whatever. Yeah. If you don't want like you should have handled it better. And if you didn't want her to talk shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But, you know, I agree. Like she shouldn't have brought it up. Um, yeah. She didn't handle it the best when they were there. But at the same time, I think it comes down to, to being Ren's fault. Yeah. Yeah, she was definitely the more, like, immature of the two mm-hmm. with the problems. I feel like Alex is – she's not, like, a super lovable main character because she's just, like, super unhinged. And not to, like, <laughs> sound like – perfect word for her. Not to, like, sound mean about, like, somebody that's, like, going through it, but just, like, her situation itself, she just seems, like, so – she seems like a sad sack. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what I literally, like, think of her. Like, yeah. I don't know. No, I, I feel that. for her. Friend, friendship breakups are hard, mm-hmm. but like there was obviously more there. So then that's, you know, adding to it and everything. But I don't know. She's it just, just makes it confusing. Yeah. Just didn't really love her, to be honest. Yeah. Well, now we get to the LSD. <laughs> yeah. Next. <laughs> I was so shocked with that. Um, they have like this Valentine's Day party and then Rosa laces like the punch with LSD. <laughs> Would you be mad? Kinda. Yeah, I would be. I'd want to be like confronted, like I have feel like the you choice. Have to, like, give consent on that kind of thing. Oh, you definitely do. It's like date rape. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that's what happened in the basement, because like they weren't like of sound mind with like Taylor and Alex. Oh, yeah. or she goes down the basement. She thinks she's yeah. hooking up with like the demon from her yeah. story. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It's Taylor. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, they had to have been. I mean, to be fair, Alex didn't read like the the disclosure or whatever it was. The end was it an NDA or something? She had to like sign all this paperwork beforehand, and mm-hmm. she like just said or like a, the contract or whatever. And she's like, "Yeah, I didn't even read it. I just signed it. Like and maybe it was in there." oh who knows but like yeah no she should have they she should have like warned them side note have you ever watched um human centipede yeah do you watch south park no okay (laughs) so every time i see a contract i get freaked out because there's a south park episode where the like main characters in the show don't read like a disclosure and they like sign it and they agreed to like be a part of the human centipede experiment and so now every time i like see a big document i like actually read it because i'm so nervous that you're gonna be turned into a fucking somebody's butthole sewed to my mouth (laughs) valid yeah very valid that is like my worst absolute nightmare (laughs) i think that would be like anyone's worst nightmare Oh, oh my, my god. god, what a fucking horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so messed up, but I like kind of like it because it's so fucked up. Oh, sorry. Another side note. Um, I was going to text you this over the weekend, but Nick and I watched um, this movie called The Platform. Oh, I love that movie. Oh, I was going to say you would like that movie. <laughs> it's fucked up. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, I'm usually not a big fan of like dubbed movies. 
What's a dubbed movie? I think that one's dubbed. It's like where they have English over the oh, voices. Oh, we watched it with subtitles. I hate that too. <laughs> oh, I would rather do the subtitles because I feel like the voiceover like ruins it. Yeah, we did the voiceover because okay. I'd rather have, I don't like either You don't want to have to like pay I attention usually, to the words or whatever. Yeah, I usually typically avoid any movies that are dubbed or subtitled. Like <laughs> David will like pick a movie on Netflix and then I'll like... I always like tune into their mouth and if the words don't line up. I'm like, next, yeah. change it. Um, yeah, because their voices always sound stupid. But I was like so into that movie. Yeah. I was like, no, we're watching it. And I didn't want to do it with subtitles. It was like, kind of good. It, it is good. I, I like it. it. It's freaking messed up though, but it's good. Yeah. We had like a lot of, Nick and I had a lot of conversations afterwards just about like the logistics of it and yeah. just like, what would you do? Like yeah. we watched that a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure like me and David did that too. Like I'm pretty sure I Googled like, what are the most disturbing movies on Netflix? And like oh, that was that. one of them. Yeah. yeah. We were like in the mood for something weird. I do that every spooky season. Okay. I, but I'll like one of the most fucked up movies you can watch. Yeah. <laughs> like last okay. year I watched Midsummer for the first time. Oh yeah. Um yeah, no, I I love those kind of movies. Anyway, um that's what I think of the whole contract thing. That's how we got there. Yeah. Rabbit hole. Um yeah, so she they they get laced with LSD. Uh they trip out and then um Poppy asks Alex to go with her in the basement cuz she has something to show her. Mhm. That was very intriguing. Um, and Alex, Poppy kind of like, they kind of go in like different rooms. Mm-hmm. And then Alex has sex with like a demon. Yeah. Later we find out it was with Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Poppy is missing. Mm-hmm. They find that out the next morning. Yeah. And so when they go look for her, there's like a door in the basement that like leads, that has like stairs leading to outside and they're in the middle of a huge ass snowstorm, mm-hmm. um, like an escapable snowstorm. I think like all the power is out, but they're, they're running on generators, but yeah. like the phones don't work. Nothing works. They're in the snowstorm and there's like step, like footprints, like going up the steps leading to outside. So they think yeah. that Poppy's like in the middle of the woods, like yeah, frozen. Like she, yeah. Cause also, like, she has a sleepwalking. Yeah. Well, at the time, she tells Alex that she was sleepwalking, but we later learned that she was, like, investigating in the night and, like, mm-hmm. was trying to cover it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, my thought, which was, like, kind of the obvious thing, was, like, she sleepwalked outside or something happened to her. Like, somebody yeah. made it look like she sleepwalked, which is kind of, yeah, what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so everybody kind of like goes into a frenzy. They're all freaked out, and like yeah. Rose is trying to get them to like still write. And yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. No. Yeah, and she's like, "This is where like I was like, okay, something's going on with Rosa." Cause she mm-hmm. keeps saying like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna call the police." Like, yeah. And how she keeps getting them to write like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alex like starts to like investigate with like some of the other girls, and she like finds like a safe door or something like that in the basement that has like a lock on it mm-hmm. like a pad yeah and there's like light coming from like the edges of this door mm-hmm. so like they're trying to figure out like how to get into this door i think kira is the one who like kind of knows how to like pick locks and stuff so like they try to go do it they can't do it um but then they find like a camera mm-hmm. above the door so now they're all like freaking out that there's like cameras everywhere so they start checking everything and then they find i think it was the microphones in the necklaces because they okay. like smashed um one of theirs i think it was like 
Kira's or Taylor's or something. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then they go through Poppy's things too. Cause they're like, mm. just, I don't know, trying to figure out more about her or something. And they realize that her, or they find out that her name was Zoe. Yep. Um, they find out that her, the story that she's writing is like plagiarism of mm-hmm. another book. So they know that she's obviously like got ulterior motives. Yeah. Did you have any like suspicions of her? Like at this, like what were your thoughts of what Zoe was doing there? Like at uh, this point. So like I said earlier, like I thought she was a PI. Okay. Like, like pri- at this like, point, like yeah. with the fake story and everything. Yeah. With okay. like the ID that like wasn't her and stuff. I thought she was like investigating Rosa, like, or like a jur- a private, jur- like a journalist trying to like uncover like a story okay. or something. Yeah. That's, and then that's where I was like, oh, and she had the pig necklace. Like, yeah. I kind of thought she was like a journalist. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I wish that that was the case because her actual reasoning for being there was just very blah to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think so, I guess. Because she was, so let's talk about that. She was there because her aunt's story was stolen by Rosa and she was murdered. By Rosa. Yeah. Yes. But there was no proof. That's why, like, I thought it was kind of interesting that she was there because there was no proof that Rosa did it. So I think she was there, like, looking for the proof. Yeah. And to, like, take Rosa down. And she, like, conveniently knew somebody who knew one of the girls that got picked. Yeah. And then convinced her to switch with her after telling her maybe her reasoning or something. I don't know. I just was kind of disappointed in, like, the reveal of her situation. Like, the chances of, like, knowing someone that got accepted. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. It was Um, the baby. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, that's, like, when they're figuring all that out, then Alex, like, breaks into Rosa's bedroom, Mm -hmm. and isn't there, like, a door that leads down to this, like, secret room then? Yeah, in her wardrobe, there's, like, um, she was, like, knocking around in there, and then it's, like, her closet or whatever, and then she, when she was, like, knocking, her arm, like, went through, and she realized it was, like, a open area, and Mm -hmm. then it led to, like, these like twisty stairs that like went down into this like control room mm-hmm. had like a bunch of cameras and then she finds out like where all the cameras are because they like searched the whole house for these cameras and couldn't find yeah. anything but they found out like where all the cameras were and then she looked at one of the cameras and saw zoe or poppy yeah sitting in like this room and mm-hmm. then that room was actually like right next door yeah okay creepy <laughs> yeah as soon as she found the control room i was like oh Really? Because I was hoping that there, that it wasn't, it seemed obvious that Rosa was going to steal their stories. Yeah, and so I that too. this just confirms that. I was like, <coughs> God damn it. Like, I was hoping for, like, a bigger twist. I guess, like, the big twist for me is that Rosa's a fucking murderer. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't expect that. Like, I, I kind of had a feeling that she was going to steal the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, But then, like she's had other writing retreats in the past so I kind of wanted to know like how those went like did she take all their stories and then just paid them off yeah that's a good point because I was like how I was thinking about this how would she get away with stealing their stories exactly and then it also I think like in the beginning or some point during the book they talk about a scene where Rosa was like on stage calling out this other guy for stealing someone else's story yeah for like plagiarism or whatever yeah that's literally all she does yeah I know I didn't 
I was trying to wrap my head around that and it's like, oh, are you going to murder all of them? Like, what are you going to say happened? Yeah. And it's not like that's something you can continue to do. Exactly. So that's why I think she, because she like pays them off. Yeah. And they signed like an NDA to go there, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't they say like, I'm not going to talk about this experience. Like I'm here to write or whatever. Yeah, I think. Because we only have Alex's point of view and she said she didn't read it. (laughs) So. Right. Human centipede. Okay. Yeah. That's why you read contracts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, her her fate could have been decided in that contract. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Could have been at the end. You're going to die. I'm yeah. taking your book. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, so then that's when she figures out that, like, Poppy is locked up. And she, like, goes in there to rescue her. And then she ends up getting, like, shoved in there with her in, like, the jail cell that Poppy's yeah. been staying in. That was dumb. You know, like. You weren't going to be, like, aware of your surroundings yeah. in this situation. Yeah. But we find out who shoved her in there was Taylor. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't know. Like, I I felt like one of the girls was in on it. I didn't think it was Kira. I think I probably suspected Taylor out of all of them. I was kind of really? suspect, kind of suspected Ren, though, because she showed up late. Yeah. Just because of that. I don't know. Yeah. So... Or Poppy could have been in it, but she was, like, faking it. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I was wondering if, like, you – so you were surprised a little bit that it was Taylor, or you kind of suspected? I, I suspected her, I think, more out of everyone, but I also suspected Ren, mm-hmm. and then I also kind of suspected Poppy. I think I suspected Poppy first, mm-hmm. and then I kind of still suspected her when she was found because, like, she could have just been playing victim. Yeah um yeah to like get alex in there yeah but then like i said like i thought ren too only because she showed up late that time and like maybe she was like with rosa like planning something or i don't know yeah but yeah i never suspected kira but i think like taylor like after poppy the most Mm -hmm. what about you did you like i didn't suspect taylor at all i was pretty surprised but then not that surprised because i was like oh of course like one of them is going to be in on it like yeah um i guess i didn't really go throughout the book like thinking one of them was lying about who they were oh really until poppy went missing and then i was like okay either she's like a pi that got kidnapped or she's in on it and this is like her way of i don't know stirring things up or whatever and she's really like fine i think like in the beginning i was really like wondering why Ren was late yeah that's like true. I didn't know why like she could have been late but like I was like that's a little weird yeah yeah it is yeah I mean yeah surely after that I guess nothing too crazy happens other than they're like suffering in there and then the other girls get shoved in there as they like nothing too crazy happens they only just get shoved <laughs> in the person <laughs> No, I mean, like, starved. I mean, it's pretty straightforward what happens next. Like, yeah. the next girls come in to try to rescue them, and they get shoved in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing um, too crazy happens. They almost die. <laughs> yeah. But they're, like, forced. So, like, if they want to get out, which I did not trust Rosa with this at all, then they're forced to write. Mm-hmm. Or they won't get food. Yeah. Or um, water. Their water yeah. is, like, tainted or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, like, with... uh. What was it with? Did it have like something that was going to make them sick or make them sleep or something? I think it was something to make them sleep. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Poppy was like so dehydrated that she's like, I don't even care. I'll drink it. Yeah. So, yeah, not exactly like the best uh, accommodations. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, they try to get out of there. Like they try to gang up on Taylor and try to take the gun from her. I think she has one on her. Is Yana? Yana was there too. Yeah. And then they try to overpower them, and then Taylor ends up like shooting Poppy. She dies. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was sad. Mm -hmm. Then I was like, at that point, I was like, yeah, Poppy's not in on it. No, she's not in on it. Because <laughs> I was still kind of suspecting her, like thinking she was yeah. like the inside man, like trying to get like information out of all of them. <laughs> no, That's she got funny. off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so eventually Kira and Alex escape with the help of Yana, mm -hmm. which was surprising because, like, this whole story, Yana's just kind of, like, like standoffish, like, like, doesn't want to be there, like, yeah. hates her job. <laughs> she's kind of like a creepy housekeeper. Yeah. And you know she's in on it because then she's kind of there when they're being taunted in their jail cell or whatever. Yeah. But she must have some kind of change of heart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but so then she leads... So I can't remember why Ren wasn't with Taylor and uh, because she was still Rosa was still doing those like one on ones and oh, she brought yeah, Ren yeah. upstairs. Okay. Yeah, because the other two tried to like bolt with the snowmobile. Yeah. And then Alex like felt bad that they left Ren. Mm -hmm. So she like went back for her. And then Kira gets stranded because there like wasn't any gas in the snowmobile. Would you have left Ren? Um, if you were Alex, oh my gosh, what a dark question. Okay, a my bitch. first thought was like, yes, <laughs> Same. no, Same. I don't know. I mean, they could have like, went and got help. I mean, we know what happens. That wasn't it's possible. Like, Cause you're kind of like, oh, well in the moment, like she could have, you know, thought we'll go get help and come back and get her. But then it's like, you don't know what's going to happen to her in that time. Yeah. But then you're also putting yourself at risk. Maybe I'm just back. selfish. Oh my god, I don't think I want to answer that question. I mean, she doesn't owe Ren anything. Ren That's treated true. her like shit. That's true. But she should have been nice to me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I don't know what I would do, actually. I think it's, it's you one can't of those really things, say what you're going to do. Not until, until you're, you're like in the moment where like either you're like fight or flight kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know? If it was you, I'd go get you. I would go get you too. Thanks. Even if I was mad at you, I'd still go get you. Yeah. Okay. If you acted like Ren, though, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> like, Peace, uh, bitch. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but so we find out that like, so Kira takes the snowmobile, doesn't make it very far because Rosa like emptied the gas out of it. And then she gets shot. Yeah. And then. Well, that's what they're led to believe, right? I think she did get shot. Oh, though. she did get shot. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she got shot still. Also, don't, don't you know. think you would notice what gas level you were on with the snowmobile? Fuck, if you're in that dire of a situation, probably not. I mean, it's like literally on the dash. You know, it's like a, t a car. You see the little meter thing. I know, but you're like, you have very little time to get the hell out of there. I suppose I even know. if you had barely any, ga any gas, you're like, anywhere is better than here. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I mean, you can run on fumes for a while. That's true. Nick thought that was kind of dumb. He's like, how did they not notice that the gas was gone? I, like, well, I just think like when you're in that, your adrenaline is so high. You're just trying to escape and get yeah. out. Like, I don't think you're noticing all these little details. That's true. Come on, Nick. 
Nick. <laughs> Figure it He's out. He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> I, I thought that was a very good point, though. I was like, yeah, it's pretty obvious, like, where your gas is at. And you know when you're driving, too, you just you just check your gas because it's just kind of but like... But you're not comp- running from someone who's trying to kill you. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I just feel like it's there whether you try to look at it or not. You just notice it. But anyway. But they're also in an area that they don't know. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Little things. Yeah. Um. Well, so Alex goes oh, yeah. back for Ren and then she gets like recaptured. And then Rosa like gives him an ultimatum and is like, I'm only going to pick one of you. And one of you has, you have to kill the other one. Basically, only only one of you is going to live. Yeah, that was stupid because she did say that they would all live. Yeah. I just didn't understand her, like, all of her logic throughout these things, how she would just change her mind on stuff. And then it was confusing to, like, maybe, maybe it made sense to you, but how she was, like, not going to kill the one who won. She was going to, like, compensate them still. Yeah, she said that if you win like you'll be set up for life yeah so it's kind of like that's not very like evil of you i mean kind of stealing the story but it's like you're still gonna like give them all these things i was just confused i think it was like some of the girls were like i'm not doing that like your story or your life like yeah it's like okay not only pretty obvious do you get you to do. live but she's gonna give you millions of dollars like yeah, it's a million one dollars. story it's like, like i don't know i think i would value my life over pretty much anything yeah so, i don't know i know i didn't understand that because i think it was like it was uh kira that was like so against that <laughs> and then ren wasn't writing at all right in the cell yeah. She was like sick or something. Yeah. I don't but. know if she got maybe she didn't get injured, but she was just like losing her will to live, basically. I think she was she was sick. Oh, okay. they had to get her medicine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but so eventually they're kind of like all in a room together. And Alex had taken like the wolf's bane out of Taylor's necklace. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to be like poisonous. Like if you consume that, like is die. it actually in real life? I don't know. I didn't look it up. Me either. Um, we'll have to ask Google. But um, anyway, so she like puts it in the wine and like tries to convince like them to, to drink it or whatever. And so Taylor does. And then Alex is like, I put the wolf's bane in it. And so then Taylor's like trying to make herself throw up. And yeah. then Kira, like, comes out of nowhere and, like, hits her on the back of the head with, like, a vase or something and, like, kills her. But, like, in the moment, Alex thinks it's, like, Daphne. I was confused about that whole ending part, too, how, like, suddenly her, like, fictional characters were, like, popping up. Like, I think it was just, yeah, like, her conscience. I don't really remember that that much. Um... Because, like, yeah, Daphne was, like, encouraging her to, like, fight for her life and stuff. Yeah. But it was, like, her conscience, like, kicking in. Mm-hmm. I think maybe just because she was so, like, involved with their stories because she was writing about it that, like, they were, like, starting to just become real to her. That's true. Like, the ending of the end, like, this part of the ending, it's it reminded me of every single scary movie where it's, like, why would you do that? Why would you go downstairs? Why would you do this? And then... After she gave the wolf spain, she's like, oh, yeah, and I poisoned it. Why would you tell her that? She could still throw it up. Like, yeah. Ugh. Just let it take effect. Yes. Well, like some she, people are so stupid. Well, she didn't tell her, but she, like, whispers to Ren, and she's like, don't drink the 
why and I always send it and then like Rosa overheard yeah they're all in a room together like I know you, so like dumb. reading lit like she's they're right there yeah like, they're gonna hear it or they're gonna see your lips like you could have just like kind of made eye contact and be like like yeah her, like, exactly like yeah that could have like, like signified I anything <laughs> yeah oh it's literally you could make like a so spoof of this scene right and it would be kind of funny i but think literally though like this exact scene is like in every other scary movie like mm-hmm. it like that's like i love scary movies but like the stupid decisions people make in them mm-hmm. are dumb like this like yeah don't say that right <laughs> but they get out of there yeah actually don't even remember how they got out of there i think they just like i don't know if the police showed up or they just were like um, because it was 3v1 at that point like well yana died and chitra chitra that was so sad which she actually forgot to mention this she was like taking care of kira in the garage like so yeah. kira wasn't actually dead like so chitra that's was... what makes me think she was still shot because she was like oh yeah. Like, yeah okay yep that makes sense um but yeah taylor just like shot chitra <laughs> yeah that was really sad yeah I felt bad for that lady i know me too yeah so they escape and they she like publishes her novel she wrote and um she keeps in touch with kira and ren but then they go their separate ways pretty much it yeah and she hears she gets a text from rose at the very end oh yeah i liked that me too <laughs> i was like oh keep in contact with her yeah <laughs> i kind of liked her I, I stand by what i said in the beginning aside from like the murder and deceit and stealing and all like all the <laughs> illegal things that she does um all I the awful things she does literally I, like the worst i thing. liked her character like mm-hmm. i could see she how was interesting like, and alex was still kind of feeling it too at the end where she's yeah. like i still kind of have this weird like stockholm syndrome situation for her like yeah i was surprised she told the detective the phone like she that like she got the text yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I i even i liked i liked her personality she's very untrustworthy but i liked her personality and just like i don't know like even like in the text where she's like and don't even think about calling the cops because this is just a throwaway phone like mm-hmm. an ocean now yeah um and but, it could be any ocean yeah so that's about it mm-hmm. what characters did you like the most i actually liked probably most of them throughout the book until we kind of learned like their true nature but you i liked ren <laughs> I well, I didn't like Ren, but I kind of liked all their their different characters, like how the dynamics were going on. Like you mm. know how we were talking earlier about how it seemed like it'd be like a fun situation. Yeah, like I just felt like they were all so different that mm-hmm. it just seemed really interesting, and like I enjoyed like reading about them all interacting with like one another. Yeah. Um, I guess the only one that like I liked all the girls. I like, and also side note. The audiobook narrator did like a fantastic job on all their voices. She did all of them, oh. and it was very clear who she was at the time. Oh, like, really? She did them all completely different. She did like Taylor's Southern accent to a T. She did the Hungarian accent for oh, nice. Rosa. Like everybody sounded great. So like, I just felt like I was like almost watching a movie in a way, just like with all yeah. the different voices and stuff. And so, anyway, just like that whole interaction with the girls and stuff, like I really liked. I just, I guess, like, the one that I didn't like was, like, Alex. Really? Okay. Well, I, I mean, like I said, I, she, I stand by what I said. She's kind of sad sack. Yeah. Which one's, okay, so the only one you didn't, you did not like is Alex. Yeah, and Ren's, like, a B. But yeah. 
I think the ones that I did like, I liked Rosa. Um, I did not like Yana. I don't know. I mean, she was fine, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess she's not, she's like not in it enough to like her. Just like, I think she's, I just thought she was a bitch. I loved Chitra. She was so sweet. Yeah. Um, I should like make them snacks and stuff. Yeah. I liked Poppy, but I thought she was also kind of just like an she's annoying kind of airhead a, at she's times. She's kind of a follower with like her and Ren. Yeah. Like, a little bit. I didn't like Ren. Yeah. At all. Throughout the entire book, I didn't like her. Taylor and Kira were fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I even though like you were like we were meant to hate Ren, I liked how her character was crafted because you could argue that there's a lot of people out there like her that are very True. like like self-centered. Yeah, and like a lot of times people will be very captivating and they'll win over like a ton of people around you and you're like how are they doing it? Like it, you know, it's just like one of those kind of people where like they don't always like show their true colors kind of thing they're fake yeah so i felt like the author did a nice job of like crafting that kind of like stereotypical like mean girl i guess yeah anyway yeah i didn't i i don't really know what to think about alex if i liked her or didn't kind of just felt like you were alex in a way it's like you were getting yeah it's like her she was a main character yeah i didn't like being alex But I agree no. with that statement. Yeah. You do kind of, I guess you kind of bond with her in the sense that she's the main character. But mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I didn't like her. Yeah. Did you think there was any significance to the story that Alex wrote about Daphne? Well, like I said, I zoned out through half of it. And there was Same. also like a part where like Nick and I were listening to it and I zoned off. And then it was like the story again. And I was like, wait, did this really happen to Daphne? And Nick was like, no, this is Alex's story. Oh, like, oh yeah. yeah. Oopsies. So if you like don't pay attention, you could totally miss the part where it was just like a story. You listening to it, yeah. Reading it now because it's it's very like different. Obvious. That yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. So um, but I guess like I was trying to figure out the meaning of the end about how she started seeing Daphne in like their kind of big climax moment where like they basically like kill Taylor and stuff. And I think it was kind of the significance of it was Alex got her mojo back, like writing this story and kind of being put in this like really extreme situation where she kind of like just, I don't know, like healed herself in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like this story like saved her. Yeah. But aside from like the story itself, like Daphne, like seeing this demon and all this weird stuff, I don't think there was really any significance to it. It's just I think yeah. that there was supposed to be. I just didn't catch it cuz like mm-hmm. I like I like you like I skimmed through it. Yeah. I did not pay attention to it at all just cuz I was so bored with it. Um but like from what I've read from other reviews there is there is like a tie between that and like Oh really? Yeah, and what's going on in the story. I just did didn't pay attention did to what any it was. of them say or you just they probably did. I just don't remember. Okay. I I read them a while ago. Yeah, sorry guys, <laughs> we don't have that part with. I for would you. love to know if you guys have a thought. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, I am kind of bummed that we didn't find out what really happened to them, Daphne and Horace. Oh yeah, I thought that for sure we were going to find out. Yeah, I mean we know how they died, but yeah, just like how it got to that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all like about 
Daphne with us like demon. Yeah. I mean like witchy cult vibes. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on like the twists? Um, I wasn't a huge fan of the ending. Like I just felt like it was very predictable and I just couldn't believe that it actually went there with Rosa being the villain because mm-hmm. it seemed so obvious just her like luring these girls into this retreat yeah. like i'm like it's obvious that she's the villain but i know she's not going to be the villain c- villain because that's way too obvious yeah and then she ended up being the villain and then it was just like kind of cliche like oh one of the girls was her girlfriend and like all these people are in on it that work there it was mm-hmm. just kind of like i think i wanted more out of the twists and yeah. i just wasn't super satisfied with like what they really were mm-hmm what about you? I mean, I get, like, I, I agree with you. Like, the part where Rosa being the villain was very predictable, and I kind of had a feeling she was going to steal the stories from pretty early on. But I guess, like, I didn't expect her to murder people, so I thought that was a little twisty. And, like, I don't know. Just, I mean, yeah, a lot of it is predictable, but... I guess it was just, like, it was satisfying enough for me to, like, get through it. Like, I yeah. was satisfied with it. Okay. I need to read something to you quick. It's, like, this synopsis, synopsis, <laughs> synopsis on Goodreads. So, this was really – tell me if you think that this is, like, deceiving. But it says, um, so, blah, 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 Alex Long Extinguished Dream now seems within reach. But then the women begin to die. Trapped, terrified, yet still desperate writing. It is clear that more than a publishing deal is at stake. So it says, like, the women begin to die. So Is that on the back of the book, too, or is that just on Goodreads? It's like the Goodreads synopsis. And I don't know if that's, like, the author or the publisher or whoever, like, writes that or if they, like, copy-paste it from somewhere. Okay, I didn't read that. But so, (laughs) um, have you ever heard of And Then There Were None by Agatha Christie? Mm -mm. So it's, like, an old horror book like written I don't know early probably early 1900s 1950 maybe um and it's like and there's so many movies and books that do this where like people go to like this remote location and they get picked off one by one Mm -hmm. so that's like what I thought this book was going to be so when you were like oh I didn't think she was going to murder them I thought they were going to get murdered because of this and I didn't read that isn't that like it's misleading though because that's not totally what happens I mean they die Chitra, Yana, we think that yeah. Kira dies, Poppy dies. So, yeah, I mean, it's. Yeah. But it's giving away the ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just no, delivered differently than, like, I felt like it was. I wonder what the one, because I got this on Book of the Month. So, I wonder what the one on Book of the Month says. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I didn't read it on, like, I didn't look it up on Goodreads or anything. Yeah, I just, I feel like that was kind of, I guess you're right. It's not wrong. It's just. The way it's written made me think that they were going to get picked off one by one and, like, Alex was going to be the last one left. Yeah, well, I feel like that just completely gives it away. Yeah. That's stupid. Why would they write that? Yeah. I don't know. They literally just gave away the whole ending of the book. <laughs> yeah. The only twist would be her stealing the stories. Hmm? Yeah, that's stupid. That's why it was, like, it was way too obvious because I was, like, oh, the obvious answer is they're all going to go there. They're going to get their stories story stolen, and Rose is going to kill all of them. Yeah, so I wonder if you didn't read that, if you would have liked it more. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people probably read that. I didn't. <laughs> but, like, you know, if you went to, you know, want to read or currently reading on Goodreads and saw that, like, 
Was there is there anything that you'd like change about this book? Like, would you change the ending? I I'd probably add a bigger twist to it, but I don't know what. <laughs> Maybe I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I was pretty satisfied with it. Mm-hmm. But now, like, knowing that, that makes me mad. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I already read the book. But, like, that gives away the book. Mm-hmm. Stupid. I'm looking on book of the month. What about you? Would you change anything? Well, I would make a more twisty ending. Yeah. Again, what that would be, I don't know. I wish that they had, or the author had tied in more, like, Daphne and Horace's, like, real stories see like you know when like um alex's story she was writing was like cult vibes Mm -hmm. i thought that that was like what it was going to be like where rosa was like a cult leader or something and they were like doing human sacrifices down in the basement and like creepy and instead of stealing their story yeah instead of like stealing their stories she was like i don't know stealing their youth or like yeah taking like murdering them is giving her like good fortune or something yeah. you know what I mean like making her a good writer because she's like doing these sacrifices see to that would have been more interesting that's what I thought it was <laughs> and, and then when there was a control room I was like no yeah <laughs> so what is, they should have been what is it like an altar or something yeah <laughs> is that what they are I don't know yeah like a, a sacrificial table or something yeah yeah then I'm like hell yeah yeah no oh, I would like that way more yeah I'm trying to look um yeah, they don't so the the Goodreads synopsis is like completely different. It's longer. Um Yeah, it goes into like her dreams of becoming a published author. She gets this once in a lifetime opportunity, blah 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 blah. We know that. Um goes into like that she and Ren are in a rival and then that they have to complete a novel and then they get uh seven-figure publishing deal um so then it goes runs wait but when one of the writers vanishes during a snowstorm alex realizes that something very sinister is afoot with the clock running out she's desperate to discover the truth and save herself that's way better yeah they should have done that one yeah like that doesn't give anything away so that's like i didn't think that anyone was going to get murdered or anything oh i thought they were all going to slowly get picked off well, you read the wrong synopsis. I know. <laughs> Damn. You should like, can you Complain. like write in? Yeah. That's bad. They, that's like literally, I'd be pissed if I were the author of that book. Yeah. If it, unless know. it was the author who wrote it. I don't know. If so, I. I would think so because they have like a profile on Goodreads. And like if you click on the author's name, it'll list like all their books. And then you can click on the books, you know, and then it'll go to like that book page. And you see the rating and the synopsis and all of people's comments. So. But. That that synopsis, I know for a fact, is not on the back of the book. Mm-hmm. So the one on the back of the book, I'm assuming, is the one that the author writes, right? I'm sure they have input. So why would they not just put that synopsis you in would, Goodreads? You would think that they would. Yeah, so that makes me think that the author didn't write that. Yeah, maybe it was like uh, a, that's so an assistant or something. Yeah. But anyway. Wow. Airing your grievances. Um, so overall like thoughts do you like this book i liked it yeah um i think i gave it uh i think i upped it to a four but it was like a three and a half it was either three and a half or four on goodreads Mm -hmm. yeah 
What about you? I agree. I will give it a three and a half. Um, loved the beginning of the book. Like mm-hmm. great setup, great premise. The ending was really disappointing to me. Um, I just felt like she could have done so much more with it and it just kind of felt like it fell flat a little bit. So Yeah. What? Sorry. She's just I'm twitching because she's like kicking. Aww, <laughs> Sorry. Cute. Um yeah. I mean, I I was satisfied with the ending. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would still recommend this book. I thought it was, like, very spooky. Like, I was getting, like, creepy vibes reading it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to – I'm not comparing it to Verity, but it gave me that feeling of, like, something's around the corner like Verity did. It does with, like, the whole creepy old mansion yeah. and the ghost dreams. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah, and I like that kind of stuff. So Yeah, it was very eerie. Yeah. So, yeah, I would still recommend it. I like it. Yeah, I think I would recommend it. it. It wouldn't be, like, at the very top of my list. Like, there's other thrillers that if somebody were, like, what's a twisty book, I wouldn't say this one right away. Yeah, but it's, no, I wouldn't But it's either. on the list, I think. Yeah, I don't know if I would even, I mean, if, it's hard to say it's a twisty book with that synopsis, but. <laughs> we need to, like, go full Karen on this, like, Goodreads account should. and just, like, demand that they take that part Honestly, up. though, that's so stupid. Yeah. Oh, overall, pretty good. Yeah. I liked it. Have you read anything else recently? Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you for asking. Yeah. I read Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. I will never be the same. That is my new favorite book. I think everybody should read that book. I think everybody has read that book now. <laughs> I know. But if you haven't, this is your your sign to read it. Another sign. I'm sure you've seen him on social media, but like. It was so good, especially if you're like fantasy romance fan. Like, what are you doing? Like, you need to go get this book. This is literally, I was like wanting to get it for the 4th of July. I was like, it sounds like a really good book to like obsess over for like the long holiday weekend. I try to, I know I want to get the physical copy because I'm like, I'm probably going to like this book. I like having the actual copy so I can like borrow them out to people or just like the way they look on my shelf, like Mm -hmm. whatever. The book was two months out on back order everywhere it was sold out barnes and nobles all over the twin cities i looked at target walmart tried to order on amazon you could not get the physical copy so i had to settle for the kindle copy i still ordered the hard copy after (laughs) i finished the book because i was like yeah i'll probably read this again to be honest and like i have to have like the real copy of this book like it was just so good i cannot even like describe to you like how good of a story it was just like the world building the characters the love story like oh my god I'm excited yeah I have it pre-ordered so it's coming I think on like August 9th or something but I'm like I wish I would have jumped on it because like I learned about that book pretty much right when it yeah like became popular Mm -hmm. and then I don't think I mentioned it to you for another like couple months yeah and you were the one that told me about it yeah and then it was funny because once you mentioned it then I started seeing it everywhere yeah it came out so your phone's always listening. <laughs> yeah. Another rabbit hole we can go down a different day. Um, yeah. It, I don't know. I'm, I'm obsessed and I get it. I get the hype and yeah. you absolutely have to read it. We well, are, we're going to do an episode on it, right? Yeah. 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 What I, what I was going to say though is why I'm sad about it is because in that first release of it, they have like the really cool like sprayed edges on the book that have like yeah. the dragons and yeah. now like these ones don't. And I wish I would have like jumped on that right when it came out. Mm-hmm. 
So I thought that was so cool. Yeah. I don't have any like sprayed edge books. So yeah, I, I already pre-ordered the second one that comes out in November. Is and your I, sprayed edge? I think maybe because it <gasps> said like the certain, well, you got to order it, pre-order it right now. You might still be able to get I it. I already, I, I'm not going to order two copies. No, order the second one with the sprayed edges. Oh, but then they don't match. Oh, well, my first one's not going to have the sprayed edges. Oh. But it's not like you see that. You see the spine. Well, I would turn it the other way. Oh. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> to yeah. each their own. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what about you? Have you um, read anything recently? Um, I've been so busy. I don't think so. Well, like, you've been sick. Yeah. Well, that was probably the best excuse to read. But um, Or sleep. <laughs> yeah, true. I don't know. Just like with like... It's been like four weeks since I've seen you. So I'm like trying to think back, like, did I read anything else? I keep saying at the end of every episode, I'm going to start reading Glow, but I haven't read that yet. But that book's coming up, that, that episode. So I'll be reading that soon for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but no, it's just like with doctor's appointments and then our business and then being sick and then the Taylor Swift concert. And yeah, no, I haven't had time. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't blame you. Yeah. It's just another thing to do. And yeah. It's just gonna get busier from now on. So it's and we read one book a week mm-hmm. for this. That's a lot. I mean, you don't like audiobooks either, so that doesn't help you. I know. I should. I uh, if their voice is like even a little bit off, like I cannot listen to it. And like it would be so much easier for me to like be working at the studio and then sorry. And then um like have my headphones in or something and listen to an audiobook, but like I just like zone out so easily from audiobooks. Yeah, I don't know. I've tried them and I just cannot. I haven't had like success with any of them yet. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a loss for me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that pretty much wraps up this episode today. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for next week. We will be reading Gleam. Yeah. Gleam's next. It's the third book in the Plated Prisoner series. Oh my god, I got it right. I didn't say oh guild. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> a first. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're reading Gleam. So that's the third book in the Plated Prisoner series. So if you are enjoying that series, stay tuned for next week. We'll be diving into that. Um again, every Wednesday is when we upload. Sorry, we've been gone the last two weeks. Um, we will be taking holiday weeks off for future reference. Um, and then we took off last week because I was sick. So yeah, we will be back every Wednesday. Um, please check out our social media. If you want to see our YouTube, we will have pictures of our weekends, our past couple weekends in there, um, from the concert and then from your weekends at the cabin. Uh, please subscribe. We are trying to get to a hundred subscribers. That's our goal right now. We're at 88. Please go (laughs) subscribe. Um, we're trying to build a community over there. Let us know in the comments like what you're reading, if you enjoyed this book, if you plan on reading this book, um, any thoughts you've had during this discussion. And yeah, just leave us a comment, like the video, subscribe. All the things. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. See you next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Bye.